0: Welcome to Food Friday Leftovers,
1: a podcast about all the goodies left over from Food Friday.
0: I'm Dave Hopper.
1: And I'm Ashley Kinsey.
0: Tune in each week as we cover culinary topics such as food trucks, local food, pizza, veggies, beer,
1: and wine. You hungry yet? Huh, I'm always hungry.
0: Well, on that note, Ashley, tell us what's in the fridge this week.
1: I'm actually not looking in the fridge. I'm looking in my cabinets because our episode today is about salt and seasonings. We're speaking to Tony Coletto and Darby Weagle of Rolling Rock Salt. So be sure to check them out. Your website is rollingrocksalt.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our pleasure. My first question has to do with substitutions because... You brought a variety of spices, and I know um, even on our Vox Pop episode earlier, people were having some concerns about uh, not using alliums, not using garlic, things like that. So what would you recommend would be good substitutions for someone who say doesn't like the taste of garlic, they are out there, as we learned They today. are. We
2: see them at the markets, and whether they don't like the taste, which is rare, but most people, I love it, but it doesn't agree with my system. So, mm. unfortunately, that's it, and I don't know what to tell them as far as trying some other things, even with you know, stomach, a shallot, or... Some other herbal mixtures or something like that. Some of the green herbs, you know, put them together. Mushrooms and soy is a nice, mm-hmm. rich, very uh, flavorful thing that works on a beef or some other thing, mm-hmm. or in a sauce or something like that. That's a not a bad substitute. But don't be afraid to experiment. I tell people you don't need to be a zucchini surgeon to uh, be able to cook or do anything <laughs> like that. To it. it's all you only cooking for yourself. It's nothing to lose. So mm-hmm. throw it off. You know, like I've never thrown it out. Look at me. <laughs> like I said the doctor thinks it's a boy and a girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have the same joke. My wife is pregnant right now. And yeah. Her stomach finally got bigger than mine. We're okay. seven months in. Well, I, I say? You too? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. I'm on uh, blood pressure medication, mm-hmm. and I'm not supposed to have too much salt. I do love salt. I desperately want to buy the salted peanuts, but I can't. But anyway, um, what should I season my – if I couldn't do too much salt? Check
2: with your doctor because sea salts, I guess, for 90% of people are okay to do. And I, I'm on blood pressure medication also, and it's uh, – Result of being, you know, like can to eat too much. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> eating too much. You know, somebody wrote about that a couple hundred years ago. But it's, I love to eat and love to cook and experiment. We do have a no salt mixture for people who want and do not want salt. And I come up with a nice mixture and a, it's not your Mrs. Dash, your commercial stuff of old dried. It's all fresh herbs in it. It's very popular seller. It's our like almost our number two seller now. We sell a right. lot of it. it. It truly works on everything. So, but don't be afraid to experiment. Experiment with some odd herbs. You know. Uh, tarragon, uh, marjoram, uh, chives I like a lot, but any of the green Mm -hmm. herbs and stuff like that. And don't be afraid to make a mixture yourself, too. A
0: A lot of salt that you put in yourself is different than, I would assume, the salt that comes in, like, processed foods.
2: Processed foods, I'm guessing, is they're not spending extra money on sea salt, which is not that much more expensive to get in it. But they're going to put the regular salt that's stripped out in it to a... It only has sodium and chloride and an anti-caking agent that's bitter. Uh, so there's iodized salt, as that was a thyroid problem in the 50s and 60s and yeah. before that. That's why they put that in there, and the government almost forced them to put it in. But uh, but any kind of sea salt, no matter what, it's a white sea salt, a kosher salt is a sea salt. But the pink Himalayan you can really buy, and that's got a, a few more beneficial minerals and elements in higher uh, amounts for you. So that's why that's so popular to us.
1: Huh? I have a farm share, and... Every once in a while, we get some extras, and one week, we got hickory salt, and I'd never seen that before, because hickory salt looks like sand, (laughs) or at least the, the one that I got looked like sand. It was a... It was the color of wet sand.
2: Well, there's hickory syrup. It's very good for you. It's like there's maple syrup, there's birch syrup, honey, but hickory syrup is very, very good for you. So I wasn't aware that that was being mixed in with salt, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So that's good stuff, hickory syrup. It's uh, mm-hmm. another you no know, life essential. It's good for you also. People don't realize how good that stuff. It's harder to find, a little bit harder to make. You don't find any. There's a hickory syrup in uh that's in some of the markets around. but That is good stuff, and that's good to see that in the salt. That, that just gave me an idea. But well, good. <laughs> need, <laughs> I'm glad I could help. I don't need one more idea. We're up to 70 <laughs> kinds. Of. I want the
1: first container no, of you your chaotic. hickory salt blend. I will name it
2: after you. We will. <laughs> we got the a but, friend um, from Hickory.
1: Speaking of hickory salt, though, what are the most interesting salts that either you've created or heard of or interesting things being put in some of the mixtures? Like right now, I'm looking at the Darby's Garlic Festival salt. The one that I'm happy to use tonight <laughs> when I cook. Oh, you bet. Um, There's so many different herbs and things all in here. It's so. just
2: garlic in there. It's, it's our purple glazer garlic, our double oh, really? roasted garlic, red Hawaiian sea salt with garlic, black, black. Hawaiian sea salt with garlic. Uh, the red Hawaiian has no volcanic uh, ingredients in it. The black Hawaiian has activated charcoal from coconut shells. It's an antioxidant to make it black. But those two, the red Hawaiian, black Hawaiian, dissolve your tongue a little bit quicker. Our purple glaze is one of the first. When I specialize, half my garlic is called purple glazer garlic, which is four, five, or nice size, six nice sized clove or little cloves in each head. Uh, easy to peel. It's not a too hot garlic. A spicy garlic is not too mild. It's perfect. Then I double roast that. I roast the garlic infuse it, it into the salt and I roast it again that's just a, a killer that's what we lead them on with so we're going to put the hucklebuck on you smell <laughs> this here and well, I that gets to say, them every time man,
1: smell it they buy it they oh. love, it looks beautiful I they mean if you it just look anything. at it oh it is, it's a beautiful it's just
2: a beautiful my dearest darling Darby and her proper is my most beautiful dearest darling Darby
1: it's a silver tongue devil this man <laughs> I'm think, not in the doghouse either no when we go to different events we try to cater a salt to the event mm-hmm. like we did the um uh, gay pride festival in albany mm-hmm. and we did an lgbt lgbt i never would have come salt, up that
2: combination
1: and it was lavender garlic basil and thyme oh Man, we just nice. did it for fun oh it's but one it of the most aromatic salts oh, i love it so it's kind of that's how you we, learn tricks things learn evolve things, like that yeah. you know,
2: come up with a comedy I, I think it's some wacky things that's one i wouldn't come up with unless i needed no. those initials but that was so nice
1: we've kept it in our our, and The apple our happy our was another one. Was
2: an oddball that just worked out well. So, mm-hmm. Wow!
0: Hey, how did that one come? That's the one you were talking about. The on cilantro, Box Pop, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The
2: one woman kept buying cilantro. said "How come?" That's all she bought every week. It was, it was not a common salt. Some people like tarragon or the cilantro, not celery likes salt. Cilantro. But every week she was there for it. And I got we make one. Purple basil called Purple Haze. <laughs> one guy, dude, give me all that stuff you got every week. But uh, buy for the buyer was begging for the name Purple Haze. But I said, She out. I'm sorry I didn't ask till the end of the year because I, I would have made it, name. her name was Anne. I would mm-hmm. have named it after you. And you nobody know, just was too busy thinking about it. when she said apples. And I turned my friends on to it. And I mm. said, I'm going to add cinnamon to it. And, oh, when I tried it last week on corn on a cob and popcorn, oh, it's killer.
1: Wow.
0: Now I want to go to the movies and eat some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: good popcorn. I know it's hard to beat that. It thing. is hard to beat that. I think it's that. that crappy sauce they got it. It's but, the uh, butter. <laughs> oh. They put good salt on it, right?
0: Yeah, they have to keep you eating it, so it has to be good. I used
1: <laughs> exactly. to have to take the plastic
2: bag and put the container in so it was an oil spill. To push <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. well, you to have to push the lever yourself.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now they don't. No,
2: I no, know. Not anymore. That stuff's tripling in price.
0: So what's your next idea that you would be coming out with?
2: I don't know, I just they pop in <laughs> my head, to get these dreams at three o'clock in the morning. I wake up at midnight to take black truffle salt, which I just buy and resell because that's magic salt. And <laughs> butter spaghetti. Who gets out of a dead sleep? They go down and have butter <laughs> spaghetti. Black truffle salt on it. Oh, I had one the other what was the one they did they morning about three o'clock. I can't remember what that was. And we needed one more salt. I mean, it was the, the ghost pepper with garlic garlic ghost and garlic sriracha ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost I pepper make a, is a hot, hot yeah, oh pepper. Yeah, it's yeah. the hottest oh, wow. natural pepper. There's a, a scorpion pepper, which is a, the Carolina Reaper or that. It's the hottest pepper, no matter a hybrid. And those aren't growing good this year for me and a few other people because it was so hot. They need to be in the shade, but the ghosts come out, I mean, good this year. Habaneros are lacking I make a... Hot salts are kind of nice. Last year we had a couple, three guys at the Hudson Valley Garlic Festival <laughs> um, in tears. Bragging nothing hot <laughs> enough for them. They had three or four grains <laughs> of that, and it was good. And I wasn't going to screw with those, but uh, they come out good, and they're popular. And just in moderate amounts, whether you put it on popcorn, omelet, mm-hmm. uh, potatoes, potatoes, or something like that. A slight grime. on slight they got also. a wonderful aroma. The price you pay for the heat, if you put too much on, but they do have a nice, you no know, unique smell and aroma to them. So we do a lot of hot salts also. We do mushroom salts, uh, few alcoholic sauce, but garlic sauce are mainline, the hot sauce, number two. Um, but anything else I think you get a dream to infuse if I can do it, and they got to be fresh, whether it's the garlic put in fresh, herbs put in fresh, mushrooms in fresh. I have a combination of six kinds of mushrooms, seven kinds of sea salt, and uh, four kinds of peppercorns. I call it EFT, every fungin' thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we saw a lot of that. Uh, it's great in omelets or in meat, and you want mushrooms on There's a lot of mushroom lovers out there, so. Yeah.
0: Yes. I am not one of them.
1: <laughs> I, I, don't like mushrooms, but I like portobello. My number one seller
2: is called Tony's Tremendous. A couple years ago, I was going to put my name on it as a joke to start this Tony thing. It was something I liked. It was mushroom, garlic with various herbs, salt, and pepper. I'll change it up a little bit, but uh, that's our number one seller by far because it works on everything. Little pizza is perfect without it. And I just we saw a ton of it, but people, if you didn't tell us mushrooms in, they wouldn't know it. They wouldn't know. It, yeah, it yeah. does. It. It's an element that adds to it that makes it kind of nice. Mm. My wife does that all the time. She yeah. doesn't tell me what's in it until I her. just eat it. Well, I hated <laughs> mushrooms. So I was in my 20s. I was a waitress at a local bar for steak parties, and I kept <laughs> serving a them every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so you were the waitress, okay? Me, <laughs> me and Jake and Pete and put them by They smell so good. I finally tried them. Oh, I, f- I fell in love with them. So I, I love mushrooms now.
1: Oh, me do. I had uh, one last question about seasonings and marinades in terms mm-hmm. as far as meat is concerned. Because when I'm cooking on the weekend, like on Sunday, I'll thaw my meat and I'll season it. Mm-hmm. And I'll let it sit for hours and let it marinate. But how long is too long? Or is there a such thing as too long when you're seasoning meats or marinating meats?
2: If it turns green, stinks, and walks away, you don't want to do anything. <laughs> 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 Most beef you find in a store is really red. It's virtually tasteless. It needs some help. If you buy a nice ribeye steak or uh, even a linen broiler top round or hanger steaks and skirt steak, I bought hanger steak today. It's a very tasty steak, even before. You can let them sit for a week or two. Take that plastic wrap off them, put them in a wax paper or paper in the refrigerator. Most restaurants are aged two to three weeks. That really helps them because they're virtually tasteless. Two
1: to three weeks? Yeah. And, uh, so, wait a minute. If wait they stay in the plastic, <laughs> they
2: turn green. Oh, I was three amazed came you take just, it out
1: the package, you put it in wax yeah. paper, and you put it in your refrigerator?
2: Yeah, or a butcher paper, something like that. But let it sit. It, just, it needs to be aged. It's so fresh, it's tasty. But it picks up a flavor that's incredible. When you go to a restaurant, huh. a good steak restaurant, they got a rotation going with maybe up to three weeks a day, dry-aging themselves on there. And they go online, look for dry-aging, of aging your beef. But That adds so much to it. Leave the spice off till you cook it. If you're doing a roast, put it on ahead of time. If you're doing it on a grill, fry pan, broil, whatever, put it on after because you're not violating the spice by burning it. You're not violating a beef by burning that spice into it, getting a bitter. You're getting that nice beef searing flavor, and add and let it sit for two or three minutes. No, unless you like me, so I got to chop right <laughs> in. No, just let it so the juices stay back in. And when you cut it open, then put your spice, whatever kind of spice you want. When you buy Montreal steak seasoning, my sex on the beef. or now it's says no, no raised royal beef topping. I <laughs> don't know how crazy we can get here with that, but uh, put that it after it'd be the best beef you ever had. To uh, I'll have let to it come try to room it. temperature before you cook it also, if you've got it. Um, let it, know maybe an hour or so, I want to depend how warm I knew the it. trick about together, room yeah. temperature, mm. but
1: maybe I'm not leaving yeah. it out long mm. enough because I never leave yeah. it for an hour. I'll leave it for yeah. like 10 or 15 yeah, minutes. No, mm. it, an
2: hour's not bad. Even with salmon, if you're cooking salmon, let that sit for an hour till it gets tacky, it's called forming a pellicle on it, and it will just look so much better color and get rid of some of that white stuff that comes out on it, and it'll make it you know, oh. cook a little better for you.
0: So we usually end with a funny story. Um, do you guys have a funny story to end on? The relates to the salt? i oh, probably two men, but
2: I can't think of you know what to tell you here. Story. To uh, mm-hmm. tell you the funny stuff already. To, uh, <laughs> oh, I got no idea. I'm, usually I'm not at a loss of words no, for something never. like that. But, uh, <laughs> we have fun all the time. We there's, do there's have Nothing fun. like it. You know, we wouldn't do it if it wasn't us fun. let you. you. were on a TV show in Hartford in oh, uh, June 1st, and uh, you made for Scott the Weatherman. He was he so cool? I made a Haney's Hot Weather salt, and... Tired that out. Well, hello there. He's woo. This is hot. It was good <laughs> stuff. But uh, that
1: was fun.
2: But we had such a fun time. We had such a fun time here too. Just yeah, I mean, This, was this great. whole day, this whole time, we had so much fun. And yeah, we love that. I it having you. before Man. coming. We'd love it. So thanks well, for well, coming on. Oh, thank our you so much. I hope pleasure. it's
1: not just for the food. We left. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll
2: come feed you anytime you want. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. I'll we'll drop by. I know We'd Josie. love to have you. We'll back. send her over. I got a direct route here. I can send her with stuff over here. <laughs> That's <laughs> the right. Dear friends. So if I want to treat you guys, I'll send stuff over. So put a request in. I'll take care of you.
1: Thank you so much. Thank, you, so Thank much. you
0: That was Tony Carlotto and
1: Darby Weagle
0: of Rolling Rock Farm.
1: This has been Food Friday Leftovers. I'm Ashley Kinsey. And I'm Dave Hopper. Be sure to check out Vox Pop Food Friday every Friday at 2 p.m. on WAMC Northeast Public Radio.
0: Our producer is Jessica Blausi
1: and Marshall. Our theme is Beach Disco by Dougie Wood.
0: Food Friday Leftovers is a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. And tune in next week to see what else we find in the fridge.